Welcome to episode 6 of Racing the Bar podcast. Uh, thank you for being with us again. Hope you guys are all doing well. Um, apologies for last week. As you may have seen on our Instagram page, I was actually unwell, so we didn't get an episode out. Aww. I didn't have a voice, so <laughs> you can't have a podcast without a voice. So um, we waited, and now we are back, baby. We are absolutely back. So thank you for your patience and bearing with us. Um, I'm Aaron, um, and thank you for coming back to join us for the podcast again. Um, as Jason says, Diddums, he's been a bit unwell, so you feel very lucky that I'm actually sitting with him at the moment. Oh, yeah, I mean, I had a COVID test, negative, so it's fine. Exactly, but you're lucky you. you're lucky I'm here, because I've not got any illness yet, touch wood, so yeah, hopefully man. we can still do the next episode after this. Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> it's just me and my own. Exactly, <laughs> you're going to be like, flying solo, it'll be raising the bar, literally, you'll be riding solo, hopefully not, anyway. Um, so this week, we want to introduce what this week's topic's going to be? So this week's topic, um, we decided to change it up each week, do our different topic ones, and this week is sports, and we're yeah. going to go through our topic top 10 sports people yeah 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 so we decided to call this episode a question of sport Anyway, <laughs> I know that's only football only. I promise that there are not. This is not just a football only episode for any listeners who don't like football. This is a full sports people episode. Yeah, I actually told Aaron pre one. Uh, yeah, well, considering we're massive football fans, uh, be surprised at the lack of football talk on this one. Yes, so we're going to do top ten sports people, um, and then we look forward to hearing about your guys' thoughts on what our favourite sports people are compared to your favourite sports people. However. Before we get started, yes. um, we have some orders of business quickly. So um, a big shout out to everyone who's messaged us this week. And a really big thank you to everyone who got involved in our this and that that we did at Halloween. Um, thank you for your input. And also um, as the results for our um, previous poll. So we had a poll up um, to discuss um, what you guys thought the population of the UK was. I can announce that the population of the UK at this moment in time is... 68 million people live. Apparently, I don't know how they know live. I don't know if someone's counting the deaths. A bit like, have you ever seen the film In Time with Justin Timberlake? No, you know what's happening is that um, they've got someone with a ticker at the border. And yeah, going, exactly. One, one, oh wait, no, someone's gone. Do you <laughs> Zero in them off. So I don't know how they knew live. But anyway, when they did the 2020 census, it was 67.22 million. So if we go with that, then congratulations to uh, Matt Braden and to Tom Langley, who put exactly 67 million. So congratulations to you guys. And that's a big shout out for you for the beginning of this week's episode. So congratulations. We'll try and have some more polls up for some more questions. So we can get you guys involved some more um, and make sure to tell your friends if you'd like them to give us a share or to give us, you know, just even give us some input and see if they can beat you and get a little shout out on our podcast. So well done to you guys. Um, and then we'll get started with the top 10, shall we? Awesome. Sounds Go good on. to me. So, Aaron, how much trouble did you have with this list this week? Oh, God. I had so much trouble, obviously. Um, being sports fans ourselves, it's so difficult <laughs> to pick just 10. I'm going to be honest, I've written 24 names down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I struggled to get away with 10, but I have written a top 10. So, um, who <coughs> do you want me to start this week, or do you want to start with the top 10? I'll let you start. I started last one, so I'll let you start. Yeah, great. Okay, so my number 10 sports person, actually, again, it was really tough for me to think of 10, but uh, my number 10, all of my all-time greats, one of my favourite people in the sporting world, and actually my only football person in the top 10, um, number 10 is the great Thierry Henry. Absolute legend. So um, I know it's going to be controversial because there are probably better footballers that have lived in the game than Thierry Henry. Um, obviously, I'm an Arsenal fan, so I'm biased. But <laughs> Thierry Henry, all time, one of the greatest strikers to have ever lived and played the game. Also, an absolutely fantastic guy, from what I understand. And um, I've got a friend actually at work who um, his friend used to play at Montreal when he was managing that Montreal Impact and said he actually is a really nice guy. Um, and they, oh God, he's just a footballing legend in my mind. I just love him. He gets an all-time one of the things. You know where they say don't meet your heroes? Yeah. But I'd love to meet Thierry Henry because yeah. he's still one of my heroes, much like Patrick Vieira, who unfortunately isn't in my top 10, but I still love him even though he went to Man City and now he's managing Palace. As long as they don't beat us next time, he'll still be in the league, <laughs> he'll still be mentioned. But um, yeah, much as I love them both, Thierry Henry is my top 10. 
just in case you don't know who he is, if you've been living under a rock, one of the greatest strikers ever lived, um, French striker, um, handballed France into the World Cup, but let's not worry about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> played for Arsenal, Arsenal's all-time record goal scorer, went to Barcelona, didn't quite replicate his form there, um, started off at Monaco, um, was brilliant there, went to Juventus for a season, managed to score a few goals there, um, and then also played in the MLS, but an absolute brilliant player, great guy. Um, and he is my number 10. Ooh, very good choice. Yeah. Very good choice. It's funny, actually, we were discussing earlier about Thierry Henry and Jason was telling me, oh, I'm not sure about Thierry Henry. I was going to put him in, but I thought, well, I won't bother. And I was thinking, oh, OK, he's going to find out in a minute. I'll put him in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he is my number 10, Thierry Henry, Arsenal legend, one of my heroes, and he's there. No, very good choice. Very good choice. I thought he'd be higher on your list, not going to lie. He was number two. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to be realistic and take him out of number two and realise actually there's better sports people than him. So I've taken him away. I, I have better than him. <laughs> Corman. He's better than me. <laughs> the Corman definitely isn't at the minute. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> well, my number 10 is very different to Thierry Henry. It's Jess Ennis Hill. Really? Yeah, Jess Ennis Hill, one of the greatest heptathlon competitors for the UK. Um, yeah, I thought very hard about, obviously, who I put in my list. And I was talking to him before, saying whether it's people who I personally think, OK, they have been great at sports or, OK, they're great at sports and have great stories as well outside of it. And I went with the latter mainly because I thought, well, I don't just want to have, like, if it was greatest sporting achievements, she'd still be up there. But I might think, oh, I could have this person, I could have this person as well. But her, She's I think a great the fact choice. that she is a great choice. Obviously, she was part of the Super Saturday in London 2012. Um, she broke her foot in 2008 came back and won, I think it was the World Heptathlon Gold in the Indoor Championships in 2009. And then she won Olympic Gold in 2012. She had a baby in 2014, it mm. was, yes. And she still came back in the 2015 World Championships and won. And then the Rio Olympics came back and got a silver medal. Yeah, she's so I think for that achievement as well, to like for I think maybe for women as well who are obviously they're in athlete, they're athletics or any sport, and they have children and they still come back and perform to their highest level and still bring it and still get silver and gold medals. I think it's amazing. That yeah, is a great achievement. That. Yeah. That's a really good one, actually. I forgot about her, but she's great. And she also, whenever I see her on TV, she seems really nice. Yeah, she does. She seems like a really yeah. nice girl, so um, that's a good shout. I like her. Um, so that's good. A proper old-school athletic competitor, what she I like is. about her. Yes. Really good at her sport. Really, really good. So, Shall I give you my number nine? Yeah, let's go for it. My number nine, actually, on the contrary, is someone who is a great, great sports person, but actually not a nice person from what I've seen when I've watched this person on TV. Um, and my number nine, actually, is Michael Jordan. Mm. And Michael Jordan is an absolutely fantastic athlete, brilliant sports person. Um, but when I've watched shows about him, he doesn't seem like a very nice person, to be honest. He's like a bit of a bear. Yeah. Um, but he is, um, I guess he can be, dare I say, justified because he is an absolutely brilliant, brilliant sports personality. And he's probably one of the best sports people of all time in the whole world. I'm actually surprised I'm not putting higher than number nine. But um, number nine for me, definitely Michael Jordan. Um, great person, great basketball player. Really, in those days, was one of the greats, you know, with him, Scotty Pippen. You know, and um, Dennis Rodman, they're a really great trio. If you haven't seen The Last Dance on Netflix, I recommend you watch it. It's really interesting, great even if... Really great documentary. Even if you don't really know anything about basketball, which I don't really. Um, surprisingly, actually. Um, but even if you don't know much about basketball, it's a really interesting documentary. So if you haven't seen it, give that a watch and you'll find more about, about my number nine. Michael Jordan, the, the man, the myth, the legend. Also, also known for Space Jam. <laughs> yeah, which has just been made. Yeah. That's all he's really known for. It's just Space Jam. <laughs> well, well, uh, a very good choice once again. Two, you know, two great so far on the list. Michael Jordan, absolute great of his sport, greatest of his era. Mm, really is. He's an absolutely fantastic sports person. He's fifty-eight now, you know. Jesus, worth one point six billion dollars. Jesus Christ! And he's um, obviously, mental. and of course, apart from being the. Um, well, great basketball player that he was. He's got his uh, clothing brand of Jordan, which has also become massive with Nike. Um, he's actually, it turns out, I've just seen a notification on MAC, if we go to MAC. Mac. Um, we just go to that. Did you know that Michael Jordan is actually the highest paid athlete ever with 2.62 billion? 
in career earnings. That is mental, and it's absolutely mental that money. But anyway, Michael Jordan, he's the all-time top athlete earner um, of a billionaire's dozen, apparently, along with people like Cristiano Ronaldo and a couple of others that may come up in this um, top ten. But anyway, Michael Jordan is my number nine. There you go. Well, my number nine, Aaron, I cheated a little bit. So when you we're you copy that... me? You're teasing me. Well, when we had that conversation earlier about whether or not to put Thierry Henry in. <laughs> Did you put him at number nine? He is number nine. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally, I said to you before, I, I just thought, no, I'm not going to be selfish. I'm not going to put him on there. And then when you were, t- we were talking before, we were saying like, oh, he's like, you know, we had to think about who our hero is. No, he was my hero. When I grew up, oh, he was my hero. Like, he was one of those people that I would watch and I would be obsessed with Thierry Henry. I love and Thierry. He was just brilliant, out of his world. And obviously he did play for Arsenal. I do get that. There were better players out there as well. But for me, Thierry Henry was the greatest player of his generation. One of the greatest players of his generation. The greatest yeah. striker, at least. Absolutely. And he created a new generation of striker, really. I mean, you look at a player like Kylian Mbappe. He is basically the modern Henry. Yeah, exactly. Then and he's got... going to be the next Henry. And even you get people like Marcus Rashford play to some ways a similar style. They can drift in from the left. Martial, who thought he was Henry, but he's nowhere near. Um, you yeah. know, that brought a lot of era. Like you rightly said, sorry to have stolen your thunder. But, um, you know, a generation of strikers very much like him. Yeah. No, no, you haven't stolen it because we both put him on our list. So it's Neymar. good to talk about it, really. Yeah, exactly. I mean, strikers that... Uh, the pacey striker, the former winger striker, the person who was converted from a number seven to a number nine. Theo yeah, that was Thierry Henry. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't quite go that far. I know he got 100 goals for us. <laughs> Not quite that. <laughs> did he get 100 goals for us? He did, yeah. I forgot about that, but he was there long enough, I guess. Did he? I think he did, yeah. I think he did just about. He's there long enough. But yeah, yeah my exactly. number nine, Thierry Henry. Good shout, I like that. So, well, obviously, because I put him in there. If it was up to me, it'd have been number two, but I thought, mm, I better put him a bit lower. Um, especially when you consider who's coming next so nine number eight person um you know great great athlete of all time my number eight probably some people's number one uh, Muhammad Ali mm. Muhammad Ali is in there so uh, Muhammad Ali not really anything I need to say about him um, but as you all know professional boxer one of if not the greatest boxers of all time um, absolutely fantastic guy um, actually didn't die that long ago you know Cassius Clay yeah 2016 um, but he is a great person. He's got a very large family and a very large earning and everyone in the world. If you know nothing about boxing, nothing at all, you've heard of Muhammad Ali. Yeah. You know, he's just a brilliant, brilliant athlete. Um, widely regarded as the greatest boxer ever lived. Um, or probably one of the greatest athletes of all time. So, um, yeah, that's, there's not really anything else to say. It's Muhammad Ali. So he's just, everyone knows his, his phenomenal achievements and his record. He's absolutely brilliant. Um, and that is my number eight. And I'm going to do a little bit more research about him on MAC while we hear who Jason's number eight is. Well, my number eight is probably more for me to do with what he did off the pitch. Well, on the pitch, than what he did on the pitch, technically. It's Colin Kaepernick. Oh, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, Good Kaepernick. Shout. There you go. I get it wrong, English pronunciation. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick. But, um, yeah, I mean... Great quarterback. Because I, I was thinking about... Have you seen he's got a new show on Netflix? He does, yeah. Inside Black and White, is it? Colin in Black and White. That's it, yeah. But the thing about Colin Kaepernick was that he literally inspired this whole new generation of people, black, white, any race, to stand up for what's right. And he was the person who took the knee and said, no, I will not be standing up and saluting police brutality and everything that's wrong in this country against people of our race. And that's what he did. And he did it. He got blacklisted for it. You know, he risked his whole career he did. for what he believed was right. And in my opinion, especially in this modern day, I mean, it's just so brave of him to do. Oh, yeah, I completely agree with that. I actually forgot about Colin Kaepernick because actually as a quarterback, there were better quarterbacks. There were quite a lot of better quarterbacks. But for people who influenced the game, yeah. influenced the you know, dare I say, the world, he is a very, yeah. very good shot. And that's the thing, because I said earlier about I wanted to be a mix of who was a great sportsman on the pitch and off the pitch. And I thought, OK, I've never really watched him on the pitch, but off the pitch, he's so influential that I feel like that counters it, because he was such a big figure, not just for Black Lives Matter, but for people around the globe. I mean, everyone just looks up to him and thinks, what a role model, what hero. He is. He is a real hero, to be fair, of that time and of that era. He's um, a very good shout, actually. Um, also, just looking, I was <coughs> using um, MAC in the meantime, and I found out 
and Muhammad Ali's boxing records. He fought 50, 61 times. And how many times do you reckon Muhammad Ali won? What are you to fight, sorry? 61. Uh, he probably won, I'm going to guess, 58. Close, 56. 56, Ooh, 37 by knockout and lost five. Still a lot of um, I think one of them, wasn't, didn't he lose a thriller in Manila? To um, Joe Frazier. Smoking Joe Frazier. I'm sure he lost the thriller in Manila, actually, but um, I can't really remember. But I know it was just a famous thing about Joe Frazier in Manila, wasn't it, in the Philippines. But anyway, so, yeah, that's a bit more about Muhammad Ali. But Colin Kaepernick is a good shout. I like that. Mm. Old, um, I forgot about him, but... Still hasn't, he still isn't even playing NFL anymore. No, he, he hasn't been playing for ages because he got yeah, kicked out of the 49ers, years. didn't he? Yeah. And then no one ever took him back on. He only, played, he, was he only played for the 49ers. Yeah, exactly. And then they never... Uh, he got kicked out of the 49ers. And then basically no one else would take him on because it was too risky. Yeah. And he hasn't really played since, apart from he's playing a local league or anything. But yeah, he's a good um, quarterback, very good player. Um, my number seven um, is actually my only woman in the list, I'm afraid to say. As much as there's lots of very, very good sports women. Booing women. Booing. I know, boo me. Uh, but number seven cannot come out of any top ten because she is one of the greatest sports people of all time. Um, because my number seven is Serena Williams. Yeah. So she is one of the greatest tennis players to ever have lived. Um, really, I should have put her higher than number seven because she's so good. Um, but she is an absolutely brilliant tennis player. I think she's the greatest female tennis player of all time. Um, she's an absolutely brilliant sports person. Um, she's I've seen her when she's been interviewed when she's gone on like Formula One grids and she's a bit um, you know arrogant, but she is very very good. She's won twenty three Grand Slam singles titles, which is the most by any player in the Open era. The second most of all time behind Margaret Court, apparently. She's 40 now, but she's still playing and she's had an absolutely great time. Um, and she is um, a brilliant, brilliant player um, of her time. And she's just got so much mental and physical strength. Um, you know, a swing, I'll say swing, you know what I mean? Not like when she has the tennis racket. Um, but yeah, her determination, her drive at this age, even if she's won so many titles, her desire to just keep going and keep being the best, um, you know, especially when she's got her sister as well, Venus, who mm. is also a very good tennis player. But, you know, Serena Williams has just been brilliant for such a long time. Um, you know, I really admire her as a person. And, you know, she's brought a lot to the sport. She's brought a lot to athletes like, of minorities. She's brought a lot to that. Um, you know, and she's someone that I've always admired, actually, to be honest, Serena Williams, even though she's not the nicest person, again, like Michael Jordan, she has been a massive influence in the game um, and for people and for young women. Um, she's been absolutely brilliant. So, yeah, now number seven, Serena Williams easily could have been number one, to be honest. But, um, yeah, she is not my number seven. Mm. No, that's a very good pick. And as you said, she is just there's not much more to say. What you've said other than she is just a trailblazer, an mm. absolute trailblazer and an amazing player. And yes, an absolute role model for everyone around the world. Yeah, she's a great athlete. So um, she would easily, um, should be honest with you, actually, when I look at it, she probably should have been higher up than number seven. But um, Serena Williams is my number seven. And she's a great athlete. So who's yours? Who you got for number seven? Number Who you seven. Got? Well, my number seven has already been said. It is Air Jordan himself, Michael Jordan. Air Jordan, what a ledge. It was one of those where I knew you didn't put him on because he just comes across as such a dick. But you know what? He's just such a great basketball player. He He's was just brilliant. the best to watch of his era. Oh, and he great. just single-handedly carried games. And he, not just in terms of what he did in basketball, but even off the pitch, the way that he inspired a new generation to not just get into basketball. But similar to what I talked about with Henri, that he inspired a new generation of footballers. Jordan inspired a new generation of basketball players and fans. He brought people in to watch the sport. Yeah. Now, when you watch The Last Dance, you talk very much about how not just the Chicago Bulls, but basketball itself was sort of, okay, oh, it was popular, but not massive. Whereas when Jordan came in, it became, oh my God, this is just global. Well, think like, about it. It's massive. You know, when you had people like, you know, people over in the UK and in Europe, like watching basketball, was like, why would you watch that? It's an American sport. But when you had people like Jordan, you know, you saw how good he was and how cool he was. Mm. You know, it really elevated the whole scene. And, you know, then it brought along, like you said, for people, a bit like how Thierry Henry spawned people like Mbappe and Martial. He spawned people like the late Godfrey's Dissol, Kobe Bryant. And then you've got LeBron James, you've got Dwayne Wade, you've got so many great people in basketball who have come along as a result yeah. of, you know, of that. So he's been absolutely great. One so. thing as well, because he talked about it briefly in that last dance, but uh, people like him and, like, as he says, Serena Williams, they don't come across as good people. But he was saying, like, sometimes to be the best, you've got to just hurt people. You have to just... You know, you can't just make friends. You can't be nice. You have to be. You have to be nasty to be able to win. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying that everyone should be, but 
I feel like he has that attitude that got him to the top of, I'm not just going to be nice and get along. I'm going to be the best and be at the top, and I don't care what I do. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, MJ, Michael Jordan, Air Jordan, good shout for number seven. He was my number nine. Obviously, we've discussed him already. He's been in the list. Um, great. So, do you want to hear my number six? Yeah, let's go for it. Number six, I've gone a bit left field with somebody here, but he is Ooh. one of the... Ooh, but he is one of the greatest sports people of all time. Um, he is the man, the legend. It's Michael Phelps. Ooh, Michael what a guy! So yeah, Michael Phelps. Um, again, great sports person. For those of you who don't know, he is a swimmer. Um, who is known for I believe the butterfly. Um, but he's also known for many, many sporting achievements. Um, he's massive as well. Yeah. <laughs> he's um thirty six years old. It turns out. Shoe size 14, by the way, just in case you were curious. Um, but he is great. He's got 28 medals. He holds the record for Olympic gold medals, apparently, in individual events. So it says in here. He's the most successful and most decorated Olympian of all time, apparently. But I don't know if that's right, because there might be other Olympians with that. But then there is a picture of him in his pants on social media, um, holding all of his trophies. Look, yeah, I'll show you on MAC, um, so you can yeah, see him there. He's got some pictures of him in his pants. He's, no Luke, he's no Luke Evans. <laughs> no. no he's, um, yeah, he's great. So he's a great sports person, a great swimmer, um, really was one of the greatest of his time. Um, and he has been absolutely brilliant for the sport of swimming um, and for athletics in general um, and for America, really, to know who he is um, and to hear about it. Apparently, he's nicknamed the Baltimore Bullet. What a ledge. I love that he's got a nickname. That makes him even cooler. Um, but yeah, so Michael Phelps, all-time great American swimmer um, and probably one of the greatest um, athletes of all time. I bet so, he's tried swimming away from that nickname a few times. I'm sure he has. Very good bosh. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. Do you know, they tried to give him a new nickname, but he was a bit wavy. Oh, of course, they, of course he was, <laughs> wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he is my, my main man, um, Michael Phelps, the Don. So yeah, that's my number six. Who would yours oh, be? Very good fellow. choice for you, number six. Uh, my number six. Um, he's not good in the water, but he's good on a tennis court. It's Roger Federer. Oh, good oh, choice. I was about to say it was Tim Henman. <laughs> Henman Hill. <laughs> yeah, definitely not him. Definitely um, not him. Yeah, Roger Federer. I mean, yeah, he's just one of the greatest. Probably, yeah, he probably is the greatest tennis player of all time I'm going to say of the modern generation of the last 20 years I mean he's just been brilliant he's yeah. won 20 grand slams I think it was um, I did have a look at this let me just wow. go and get it up yeah go on you get it on there we can have a look but but I did have a look obviously that he had he won 10 finals in a row he's amazing which is just amazing itself 10 grand slam finals in a row apparently in Switzerland they named a tram line after him wow Federer Express really yeah. I did not know that <laughs> yeah I had when I was looking it up I thought what fun facts there are about Roger Federer perfect oh, yeah, fun perfect, fact. perfect and it was just yeah there was a tram line named after him but, huh all the things have been named after someone. I bet he's like, oh, thanks, guys. That's a great tram line. He is a brilliant athlete, though. And, you know, he's not young anymore. He's not a young pony mm. anymore. But he is absolutely He's 41, great. I think. He's a great yeah. athlete. He's a great athlete. He's been brilliant he's for nine. 20 Grand Slams. 20. 20. Oh, that is impressive. Roger Federer is yeah. brilliant. He's 40 this year, and he's still playing. Really? Yep, still playing. He's a brilliant and player. And he's he has um, owned Roger Federer Foundation as well, which apparently they've invested 52 million uh, euros wow. to various charity works across the globe. Oh, that's lovely. Apparently he does a lot of exhibition matches for charity for um, a lot of local causes as well. Yeah. And yeah, he's just generally seen as a great guy. When I was when we do our research around these things, I was looking it up and a lot of people that are in tennis, they talk about him literally as if he's the grandfather of tennis. He's just this great guy who just is lovely to everyone. He's happy to help anyone. He's a great player as well and he just enjoys tennis. What about Andre Agassi? Andre Agassi. <laughs> oh, well, not quite. Or John McEnroe. you got to be kidding me. Yeah, um, John McEnroe. They were saying that with Federer, he very much is like, yeah, he obviously plays to win, but he plays because he wants to play. Yeah, exactly. He just wants to play tennis and he enjoys it. And it just happens to be that he is the best at it. So he he's wins so all good the time. at tennis. It's like him and, you know, people also talk about Rafael Nadal. He's also a great player. But, and Novak you know, Djokovic as well. And Novak Djokovic. Murray, yeah, you know, and great. You've got a, a lot of great tennis players. But Federer, for me, just tops them all. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I completely agree. He's he's a top guy, top player. He's absolutely brilliant. So, yeah, good choice. 
Very good choice. So now we get into the top five. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just doing my maths, given that I work in finance. But yeah, we're at fifth. So my fifth place actually um, stays on the level of tennis because my uh, number five actually on my list is um, Greg Rosetsky. Ooh, Greg Rosetsky. No, it's not. <laughs> See, I thought Aaron, Aaron, when we grew up, Aaron had posters of Greg Rosetsky on his wall. So I thought, <laughs> oh, I thought he was going to be number one, but okay. Oh, okay. absolutely not. So, no, definitely not Greg Rosetsky. Britain's number two, no, he's Canadian. Canadian! <laughs> so, but um, yeah, my number five definitely isn't him. My number five, 100% is Usain yeah. <laughs> who needs no a man who needs no introduction um record record breaker record making sprinter one of our mandem heritage um one love <laughs> one love to the <laughs> mandem yeah, one love to the mandem um but yeah Usain Bolt brilliant player player brilliant runner brilliant sprinter really just got the record book and just tore it up and yeah. then said, I'm making the Usain Bolt record book, which he did. <laughs> he currently holds a world record for the 100 metres, the 200 metres, and the 4 by 100 metre relay. And he's only 35. And he's ended his career already. Um, but he is an absolutely brilliant player. Um, brilliant, brilliant person in the athletics world. Needs no introduction. Needs no real talk about him. Could easily have been the greatest sports person of all time. Um, but he is my number five. Um, Usain St. Leo Bolt apparently is his what name game. I know and his daughter's called Olympia Lightning Bolt and he's got another one called Thunderbolt oh what a name that is a that brilliant is, name that is a brilliant name Thunderbolt <laughs> I did not know he had a child called Thunderbolt but anyway it turns out that he does so um, he had a little son called Thunderbolt who has literally just been born um, which is sweet so um, but yeah Olympia Lightning Bolt and Thunderbolt what a bunch of names but anyway so he's got um, Cool, and apparently there's loads. If you search Usain Bolt on here, right, you've got the first things that are asked of him are, who is faster than Usain Bolt, which is um, someone, apparently someone nearly beat his record, um, which was called Lamont Marcel Jacobs, who's the Italian fellow, um, and it said it's basically the first time anyone other than Usain Bolt has won 100 metres since 2004. Wow. <laughs> um, and then the next question is what is Usain Bolt's salary which is ridiculous and then it's got is Usain Bolt faster than a cheater I mean everyone knows he's not and then it's is he faster well, can Usain Bolt beat a car um, and it's depends select, on the car exactly so like if you're driving a G Wiz then he probably is faster than that but if he's driving anything else like a Ferrari then obviously not um, I'm sure driving a Reliant Robin then maybe exactly I'm sure there's been many a social media things where he's raced one or something stupid like that but anyway so um, that is Usain Bolt he's my number five brilliant person and all time great legend that's great my number legend five. there we legend, go yeah. Usain Bolt very good choice what a guy I have to say I was looking forward to hearing about Greg Rosetsky but I guess Usain Bolt did <laughs> so that's my number five so who's your number five my number five what are you saying my number five He's another tennis player. It's Billie Jean King. Billie Jean King? Female tennis s- player. I'm going to sound awful. I don't actually know who that is. Um, you might. The only way you might have known her is they did a film about a big event that she did. I'll briefly talk about it. So um, she was a female tennis player, mainly from the 1960s and mainly the 70s, I'd say. Yeah. She had prominence. Yeah. Um, what she was mainly known for in tennis was probably... She started off the WTA, the Women's Tennis Association. Oh, yeah. um, And the Women's Sports Foundation as well. Um, She won 12 Grand Slam titles, but mainly she basically got brands to sponsor women's tennis and get equal pay for women's tennis as well. Okay. And the main thing she's known for, they did a film of it starring Emma Stone as her and Steve Carell. Oh, yes, yes, I did hear this. Where she beat Bobby Riggs. I know he was a lot older. But she beat him in an exhibition match times the Battle of the Sexes in 1973. Yes, yes, I heard the And that's what she's mainly known for. And obviously, there's that's probably a main reason why she's on my list, because she sort of went, you know what, especially in that era, I'm going to take on the man. Especially as if you've seen the film, and obviously after a while I watched the film, I went and looked up about it. He was a very arrogant man. And she just <laughs> went to him and went, I'm going to beat you. And wasn't arrogant, but she went, yeah, I'm just going to play him and I'm going to beat him. And she beat him. Wow. Three sets straight. I did not know that. Yeah. I know nothing about Billie Jean King. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, she's influential, not outside of women's, uh, sorry, outside of tennis. She's influential in women's activism as well throughout the world and for equal gender pay gaps. Um, she obviously got the prize money in tennis to be equal as well. 
to the men and prize money to be upped in the women's game as well. She was very influential in that. So yeah, that's the main reason why, because for someone who was, you could say just a sports person, she basically built an empire of women's tennis, which is magnificent really. Think about it. I know we talked about the Williams sisters and they're amazing, but for this one tennis player to go, I'm actually going to do this and to be so influential in it. It's just amazing. That is amazing actually. Yeah. That's a good shout out there. I've never even heard of her, but yeah, it's brilliant to hear of someone who's no, so influential. I watched like the film a few years ago and since then I've just been like, that person's awesome. Yeah. And then when you read about her life, you're like, Jesus Christ. Jesus. Jesus. Uh, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that's cool. That's really good. I like that. But yeah, so do you want to hear my number four? Yeah, let's go for your number right. four. My number four could easily be my number one, to be honest. Um, it's someone who people always used to say, Nana Margaret, our um, late, one of our late grandparents, always used to say, look like this person, which is quite funny. <laughs> um, but my number four person is Tiger Woods. Um, <laughs> I mean, was this Tiger Woods pre or post-marriage? <laughs> oh, well, it doesn't really matter. You've got to look at him as a sports person in <laughs> this know, instance, as opposed to for his um, infidelities or whatever, or misdemeanors that he's had, or car crashes that he's had, or or um, overdose times that he's had, whatever. But he is um, a great golfer. Um, he's been absolutely brilliant from it um, over the years. Obviously, there's always you still see videos like of him as like a three year old, basically chipping balls into buckets. Um, and you all see pictures of him like as a little little kid, like you know putting and practicing putting and practicing this swing. You know, it's um, absolutely amazing when you think of the things that he's achieved in the golf world. You know, he's a Masters champion a couple of times over. Um, obviously, most famously when he came back after all of the misdemeanors he'd had and then went basically on to win the Masters, which was absolutely amazing achievement. It was one of the, if you haven't watched, I believe it was 2019. Um, and there's a show about it on Sky, Sky Documentaries, all about it. Um, and it is really an amazing achievement that he made to have the strength and the capacity to come back after all the things he went through and then to win that. Um, is absolutely incredible, and he's just a great golfer. He's always someone I've looked up to. He's an absolutely great person. Um, he's really, really good. Um, obviously, there's been many, many great golfers over the time. You've had people such as, you know, you've got, wasn't it, Jack Nicklaus, who was great in his time. You've got even people now. You've got the recent people who win the Masters, who win it every five seconds and don't win it again. You've got the Roy McIlroy's this world, Sergio Garcia. You know, you've got some great Bubba Watson. You've got some really great golfers around. Um, but Tiger Woods is just one of the all-time greats for me. Um, and he's just still, you know, he's still got the ability to be able to come out and still play amazing golf even now. Um, even though people say, you know, he's lost it or he's not quite going anymore or he's rubbish now and he's not the same since he you know cheating his wife multiple times because he just can't help himself can't keep in his trousers you know he's these things have all happened yes in his private life and you know nobody i guess is perfect especially not him and i'm sure he'd be the first to admit it but he is a great guy and um obviously a very attractive man because it was just like me so <laughs> given that it is a bit offensive because i've just looked at how old he is um nana margaret because he i'm bloody i'm 12 years old <laughs> younger than him younger than him 13 years in fact he's 46 and i'm 32 Settle about. Unlucky. Unlucky. So, um, yeah, so he's great. But anyway, really great sports person. Um, Tiger Woods, Eldrick, as he's effectively known to his mates, um, which obviously I'm one of. Um, if you're listening, Tiger, if you want to give, send me an autograph thing, um, or if you want to invite me out for a few golf lessons, I'm up for it um, because I'm absolutely rubbish at golf. I'm like you. So, um, yeah, if you give me free lessons, that'd be absolutely brilliant. So, number four. Tiger Woods, absolute great. Oh yeah, I mean, look, joking aside, I mean, obviously, I know I can take the mick out of all of his massive infidelities and all that. But joking aside, if you look at just his sporting achievements, yeah, he is. You'd associate him with golf. You look yeah. at golf and you think of Tiger Woods. Absolutely, he is one of the greatest golfers of all time. Yeah, he's great. So, who have you put number four? My number four is an athlete from the 1930s. I don't know if you may have heard of him or may not have. Jesse Owens. Yeah, Jesse Owens. I've heard of him. He was one of the fastest men of all time in the He 30s. was, yeah. He was, he was the first black yeah. um, winner, wasn't he? He basically, the main reason I put him on this list and main reason we talk about him, he won four gold medals at Berlin 1936, which was obviously the first Olympics with the Third Reich and the Aryan race theory of yeah. Hitler saying blonde hair, blue eyes is the way forward. And you get this black man who turns up to Berlin, obviously he's getting booed, getting looked at funny, getting harassed, and he wins four gold medals and proves it all wrong. You know, mm. he goes to Berlin and says, to hell with your Aryan race theory, look at us run. 
yeah. and he just does it brilliantly. And the worst thing is, is that he came back home and just got, you know, shunned. And, you know, just because he was a black man, he didn't get any credit whatsoever. He basically fell away, didn't do anything in track and field until the 1950s because no one wants him anymore because he was a black man. It's a shame. Because he wanted more, because he deserved more, you know. For a person like, if you were to say nowadays, someone who won four gold medals, they'd be on a Subway advert. And that's sort of Subway advert! No, it's a joke. <laughs> but it's the, it's the truth. And, you know, someone goes home after four gold medals, you expect a hero's welcome. And instead, back then, he just got, yeah, cheers for winning us four gold medals. Now go back and do it yourself again. And it's like, well, what more do you want? And... For someone like that, he also had the world record, which hasn't been beaten, of... In 1935, he... Oh, I'm just looking at it now. He set three world records and tied another in less than an hour. Wow, that is impressive. Yeah. yeah he's an amazing person, Jesse Owens, I bet. You know, to have that kind of mental mental strength and physical strength to do that is great. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a film called Race. It's about that. And I think just that's what I mean. He's on the list... Because he did one big event for sports, one big lead-up, and it lasted a lifetime. He's one of the greatest sports people of the 20th century. You know, that's hint, hint, wink, wink. And, (laughs) you know, to have that and to go your whole life basically being unknown and then people looking at your story and talking about him makes you a bit emotional just because you're like, well... It feels like an injustice that he wasn't celebrated back then. I we, I mean, we understand why, but I say we understand, we know why. But yeah, it's just an injustice how this man who did such great achievements back then is just sort of seen as great now. But back then, it was just another man who won medals and nothing more. It's such a shame, isn't it? I mean, you know, is it, like you say, is there a film about it? Did you say? Yeah, it? called Race. Race. I have to watch yeah. that because that's um, that'll be really interesting to see because you know he made such a great achievement that guy, and you know he's just a shame he was never really appreciated yeah. for what he did. And he, he was a um, sprinter and long jumper. Yeah, and he was absolutely fantastic. So uh, that's a really good one. I completely forgot about Jesse Owens. Otherwise, I would have put him in my list. But he is absolutely brilliant. That's a really good shout. Mm. I rate that one a lot. Yeah, because I also read that literally for his life, he started doing blue-collar jobs after the Olympics. So he... But yeah, he was just working where he could just to get some money because no one would hire him. Oh, no one him. would do anything with athletics with him. Such a shame, Basically blacklisted for doing that. Well, he was literally blacklisted. Yeah, exactly. He was black. Poor fellow. You know? Just such a shame. Such a shame in those days. But, you know, big love to Jesse Owens. Um, really rate him. What a guy. Um, an absolutely fantastic achievement as a sports person. So we're in the top three. Top three. I'm afraid to Ooh. say two of mine are very predictable for me. Uh, but my top three, you want to hear them? Yeah. Let's go for your predictable top three, potentially. Let's go for my third place, third place person. So third place, I'm afraid to say, very predictable of me. My number three is Lewis Hamilton. Um, so, of you know, I've not always liked Lewis Hamilton. I'm going to be completely honest. When he first came into the scene and burst onto the scene, great racing driver. Um, and you know, he was very arrogant as I guess a lot of them are. Um, and he sort of came across a bit too arrogant and it was always a case of, you know, people, unfortunately, sometimes decisions don't go your way. And in the, in the earlier days, I feel like he was just saying, well, they don't go my way because I'm black. Um, but I, I don't think that was always the case. I think you were just sometimes wrong, but I guess say, as he's gotten older, he's matured as everybody does, as I'm sure I have, or Jason has, and lots of other people do. Um, and he has become a really nice guy really decent with the fans, really nice to the people, and obviously is, on top of that, a phenomenal racing driver. So, yes, arguments would suggest that Lewis Hamilton has won seven world titles, and I really hope that he gets eight. Um, And there's arguments that would suggest that he's won seven because he had the best car. He probably has. But, you know, he's still got a teammate to beat, and he's smashed his teammate each time. Um, And, you know, he's been an absolutely phenomenal credit to the sport. He's done loads, like, you know, the the racing drivers all take the knee at the start of the race, and mainly because Hamilton said, you know, this is what we need to do to show our, um, you know, disgust at what's happening with racism around the world. Um, And he's just been an absolutely brilliant ambassador for the sport. People watch it and see Lewis Hamilton think, oh, God, I can't wait to see him because he's become a worldwide brand. Um, And he is a great racing driver. There are so many, really. I mean, I've always 
actually love Sebastian Vettel, to be honest, who's not actually in my list at all. Um, but I've always loved Sebastian Vettel. He's a great racing driver as well. Um, there's been so many. Fernando Alonso is a great racing driver. Jensen Button was really good in his time. You know, you've got people like Ayrton Senna who are great in their time. You've got people like Nigel Mansell. I mean, the list goes on. Damon Hill. But, you know, so many great racing drivers. But Lewis Hamilton was just absolutely a cut above. Um, and he's been absolutely brilliant for the sport. And he's a real grand ambassador. And I think he won Sports Personality of the Year once. He yeah. does He does a lot as well to help the kids. Like, he does a lot to help kids who are getting into racing and to help people getting into it. He does a lot for charities to do with that. Um, and he's actually um, come across in the older days of now to be a really, really nice, decent guy. So um, I really like him. And I've really grown to like him more. I'd love to meet him. So if you're listening, Lewis, I'm really up for a meet-up because um, I'd love to meet you and see, you know, hear about your experiences growing up and see about what you're like. And it'll be a real honour. So um, easily could have been our number one. But um, Lewis Hamilton, number three. Yeah, he was. He was a great... That's the thing. He won it, a sports personality, year, twice, 2014 and 2020. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I mean, the thing about Lewis Hamilton is is that what I've... I, oh, I never used to like it about him, but I grew to like it about him, is that he always spoke his mind. He was yeah. never afraid to just say... I know he had that comment once where he said, why isn't the national anthem longer? But I think he's just saying it because that's just what's on his mind. He you enjoys know, he's standing just saying, on the podium. Yeah, and he hears other people, and I'm not yeah. saying I agree with it, but I like about him that he is not afraid to just say, oh, we should just do this, why isn't this? And he's not afraid to say it. He's not just like any other person who's just going to plod along and keep being a yes man. He's very much a, no, that shouldn't be like that. Why isn't it like this? Yeah, and you know what's funny, though? I do agree, because our national anthem, obviously, is wonderful, but um, our national anthem isn't very long. We listen to like, the Italian national anthem. It goes on for ages. Mm. And like, the German one's the same. The German one is so boring. If you haven't heard it, but it is obviously a lovely national anthem for anyone from Germany. Shout out to our auntie and uncle. <laughs> but, but you know, it's it's, it's um, when you hear the English one, it lasts for about twenty seconds. But like you hear the German national anthem, it lasts like three minutes. But um, as I know, because Sebastian Vettel won a lot of races, <laughs> and also Mercedes are winning a lot of races, so it usually shows the national anthem. It takes forever. But anyway, but enough about national anthems. But Auntie Jenny, just remember that Jason said the German national anthem was lovely and beautiful. Love it, <laughs> love it, absolutely love it. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, um, well done. So yeah, well done for the um, diplomacy of saying that the German national anthem is very nice. So yes, that's my number three. Lewis Hamilton could easily be number one, but here's my number three. Well, my number three, I'm not going to talk too much about it because it's already been mentioned. Um, she is Serena Williams. Good shout. Yeah, Very and good. Serena Williams is always going to be on both of our lists. There are a few always. crossovers that I knew were going to be on there. and it's I knew she was going to be one of them. And I'm not going to talk about it too much because you said a lot, really. But all that I can add on was that obviously she won 23 Grand Slams and she could easily take on any men consistently and just give them a right good game for their money and win. You would love to see that someone like her against Roger Federer, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, you would, and it would be a great game as well. It wouldn't, it wouldn't just be like, oh, it's just we'll chuck them in for an exhibition and see what happens in a parody way. It would be similar to how I talked about Billie Jean King. She was an accomplished tennis player, and even though, yeah, at the time it was seen as a media parody and a joke of, oh yeah, let's let the women take on the men. I think nowadays the media would take it more seriously and say. Okay, Serena Williams is a brilliant tennis player. Not just she, that tennis player could easily beat that tennis player. Yeah, easily. I mean, she could easily take on anyone and beat and win. She could easily take on, you know, Roger Federer, Novak Djokovic, you know, Rafael Nadal, and give them a very good game. Probably Probably even beat them. Yeah. And she's another person who had a baby and then came back and competed again. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Similar to Jess Ennis Hill, you know. So many sportswomen. Who have that's what I mean. I said earlier, but sports women or women in general who have children and carry on doing these things in particular sport after they've had children, especially after what you know, having them giving birth, what that does to your body is just amazing. You know, it's just that. And Serena Williams still be competing now, it just shows how driven and pursuit of her goal she really is. She is a powerhouse and a trailblazer, but there's not much more I can really say on her, to be fair. No, she's great. So she's, um, hence why she was also in my list. And um, like I say, she could easily have been number one. She's an absolutely brilliant sports person. Great for the sport of tennis. Um, and she's become I could absolutely have put, excellent. I could have put both her and Serena, but I thought, there's Venus, sorry. <laughs> but, <laughs> Serena um, Serena. Then I just thought, well, no, Serena, Venus was good, but Serena is just on another level. She is just something else. And she, she's like a force to reckon with. Yeah. So she's great. So, um, right. So my number two. So my number two Ooh, sports two. person, here we go. So one of the greatest, in my opinion, sports people still who's still playing and playing their trade ever 
is the great man, Tom Brady. Tom Brady? Tom Brady Ooh. is an absolutely Ooh, wicked uh, sports person. He is one of the, I did not expect that. You, I know you wouldn't. I said you're not going to be expecting one of them. But Tom Brady, not only was he hilarious in the film Ted. Just <laughs> 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 getting in this cup. <laughs> to, to MVPs to MVPs yeah. he's honestly he's just such a great basketball player and absolutely one of the best quarterbacks to have ever lived in fact the fact that he is still playing given that he is just so you know um, for you know if you heard about a sports person still playing at the top of their game at 44 um, you know you just don't hear of it and the fact he still is you know he's been great for the Patriots great for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers um, he's got a great brand behind him because people love him um, he's a really nice family man as we don't hear about stories of him cheating on anyone but to be fair he's married to a model so you're not gonna are you um, you know but he's a really really great guy um, and obviously he was in Ted too where he was absolutely hilarious um, but you know he's been absolutely brilliant um, for the sport of the NFL um, it's you know, I think he's won the most Super Bowls of anyone in the here in the history of the NFL. Um, and there's been a lot of great quarterbacks in the NFL. Colin Kaepernick, as you mentioned earlier, you've got Drew Brees for the Saints representing for Tom. Who that? <laughs> so you've got them as well. You know, you've got so many great ones. Who I've, I've got another one that's actually mentioned in honourable mentions, which we'll get to. But there's been so many great quarterbacks in the um, world and so many in the NFL. But Tom Brady is just the one he'll aspire to be. You've got people like Patrick Mahomes, who's out now, who's getting paid an absolute bomb, by the way, um, who's a great quarterback, really, really good. Um, however, if he was that good, he would be carrying his team to the final of the Super Bowl, which is basically what Tom Brady did for the Buccaneers last year, year. Um, and year on year for that for the Patriots. But, um, you know, you've got someone like Mahomes, who's quite good. He's got the Kansas City Chiefs, um, and they're a really great team. They will be a good team, but they're basically relying on Mahomes at the minute. But anyway, Tom Brady, uh, my number two, again, easily could have been number one, almost was number one, actually, um, apart from the number one person, someone really special to my heart. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't watch too much NFL, as you saw by my summary of Colin Kaepernick. But yeah, I mean, he's similar to Tiger Woods, Tom Brady, and if, you, if you're a person who doesn't watch NFL, you will immediately go, oh, who's an NFL player? You will say Tom Brady, because yeah. he is just synonymous with it. Oh, he is, without a doubt. And he's just been a great, great player. He's been 20 seasons with the New England Patriots. And then he's now at the Buccaneers, and he's been absolutely brilliant for both of them. He's probably earning some serious wedge. So, um... Yeah, he's doing really, really well, um, and hopefully he can carry on for a couple more years to come at least. Just so that this, you know, period and era can all see Tom Brady and the way he throws a ball is just like nothing I've ever seen. So he's an absolutely great player. So, yeah, Tom Brady, number two for me. Very good choice. Who's your number two? Well, my number two, um, it was the only, only other sporting person, high football person on my list. Um, There's 10 sporting people on my list. Uh, The only second... Number two, only other football person, Le Professor Arsene Wenger. What a ledge. A very, very, very biased one. I know <laughs> yeah, of course it go, is. Oh, why isn't he picking someone else who's That's actually a sports person or actually influential? But that is the point. Arsene Wenger influenced English football massively when he came in. If you look at everything that has happened, and not the money, but if you look at everything that's changed in football in terms of sports science, players' diets, players' fitness... The way teams play, it is down to Arsene Wenger. You can listen to any manager's interview. You look at Jurgen Klopp and Pep Guardiola, who are the two biggest managers in the world right now. They will talk about how Arsene Wenger was the biggest influence on their career. He is one of the greatest managers of the modern generation of all time, really. So Alex Ferguson was a great manager, a great man manager. And you can't fault that. He was probably a he was a great man manager. But Arsene Wenger just had a way of allowing his player not the thing is, he allowed his players to express themselves football wise. He didn't say you have to stick to a rigid system, you have to do this. He would say, No, we have a system, but you go out there and play how you play. I know you're a good player. I want you to do this. I mean, there are two footballers from Arsenal, for example. There was one called Colo Toure. These are for people who don't watch football. One called Colo Toure, who was, he came to the club and famously on his trial, he basically was just running around like a headless chicken and oh, he yeah. took out Arsene Wenger. He injured him. And Did he take out Dennis Bergkamp as well? He took out Bergkamp, Henri and then Wenger. And then afterwards, they said, Wenger said, I like his fight. I want him. I didn't have a position for him. He just played in centre mid. Didn't know where he was going to play. He just chucked him on the field whenever he came on. And eventually, Wenger said, I think he's a centre-back. 
And then eventually, he became one of the pillars of the Invincibles team. Mm. The team that went unbeaten for a whole season. He was a great player, Cody. And he Colo, did that to players. Colo, 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 Dore. Colo, Dore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a song. And then you got the right-back, Lauren, who was a right midfielder. And, you know, you hear the, you see it on the pitch back then when you were younger. But now you listen to stories. And Lauren apparently refused to play a right-back. He said, I don't want to be a right-back. I don't play there. <laughs> and then once again, he became one of the best right backs for Arsenal ever and became one of the invincibles. And that's the effect that Wenger had. Mm. And generation for generation, look at his coaching style. Look at the way that he manages players. What about say, Seagon? Well, Seagon was an off story. <laughs> it was Malachi, you know? His footballing knowledge, the way that he talks about football, the way that he manages football. And you just think this was just a manager who didn't even have a... a, He had a professional football career, but he wasn't a well-known footballer. He played in the lower tier of France. And he became one of the biggest names of football. And he managed Arsenal for over 20 years. I've got off the top of my head. I want to say 22. 22 years, yeah. Yeah. Until 2018. The thing is, is that even after he's left, these Arsenal fans are still feeling the gaping hole of Wenger's departure because mm. he was just such a man, not just because of the amount of time he was there, but the amount that he brought to English football. Because before he came to English football, it was all about, oh, just go out for a pint on Tuesday and then go turn up for the game on Wednesday. And now nah, I don't need to care about player fitness and all that. We'll just use our ability on the pitch. Well documented like by that. Paul Merson and Tony Adams. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing. We see that and then Wenger comes in and says, no, I want us to eat well. I want us to actually train in and out. I want us to actually focus on our game. And you saw what he'd done to players' games. Tony Adams prolonged his career for another few years because he was that good. And you see players like, I'm trying to think of some modern examples rather than older ones. But, I mean, Thierry Henry is another example I said earlier. Henry was a winger. He was a good player, but he wasn't a great player. And then Wenger turned into world class. Dennis Bergkamp came to Arsenal as a very good striker and he left after he retired from Arsenal as probably one of the greatest playmakers of all time. Robert Perez also the same. Yeah, Robert Perez came to Arsenal as a good left winger and he left Arsenal as one of our greatest attacking players of all time once again. Patrick Vieira. Yeah, he, so he has effects on players and that's why I put him at number two and not Thierry Henry because Wenger influenced not just an era of Arsenal players but an era of football. And he Absolutely. still is. He still is. He's still influenced the world of football now. He's still involved in football, isn't FIFA. he? FIFA. Yeah, still in FIFA. He's absolutely great, sir. I didn't even think of putting um, Arsene Wenger in my list, funny enough, because obviously I sometimes think of the later years and we were just ruined because of it. But, you know, it's... Um, but he's a great manager. Obviously, we're biased. But he, yeah. is, he is a great manager. Um, Arsene, love you. Absolute ledge. The Professor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's that. But I've got a lot of honourable mentions. Do you want me to start? Well, let's go with your 10 till 2, and then we'll run for the honourable mentions, and then we'll reveal your number 1. Nice. So, right. So, we've got number 10, Thierry Henry, Ledge. Number 9, we've got Michael Jordan. Number 8, we've got Muhammad Ali. Number 7, we've got Serena Williams. Number 6, we've got Michael Phelps. Number 5, we've got Usain Bolt. Number 4, we've got Tiger Woods, my name, my lookalike. Um, number 3, we've got Lewis Hamilton. Lookalike, what's your doppelganger? Yeah, exactly, if only. I could have, I'll have to wear the that he's got as well. Number 3, Lewis Hamilton, and number 2, Tom Brady. God, where do I start? I've got so many horrible mentions. So I'll go from the bottom. So I've written Valentino Rossi, great, great rider, great guy. Um, I've got Phil the Power Taylor. Phil Taylor. <laughs> he's the one who's shout controversial out. because he's a shout out because he would be number one because I think he's won 17 titles mm. in darts. And he is, even though he's not really an athlete, look at his physique. He's a brilliant, brilliant darts player. <laughs> that is a shout out to Elliot who mm. said to me before I even did this list, you better be putting Phil the Power Taylor on there. Got the power. <laughs> so yeah, he's in, he's in there. I've also got Roger Federer written down as we had him earlier. I've got my, the legend. Sorry, I've got some football ones in here because I had so many. I've got Zinedine Zidane, one of my favourite players to have ever played the game. I've got Peyton Manning, one of my favourite NFL players of all time. Um, another great quarterback that I didn't mention apart from Tom Brady. He was almost in the top 10. Um, Patrick Vieira is mentioned, not because he's the greatest, but because he's one of my favourites, as is Kylian Mbappe. But Mbappe isn't the greatest player of all time yet. He's only 22. But 
He's one of my favourite um, footballers at this moment in time. So here goes my favourite, not all-time greatest. Um, Ayrton Senna is one of the all-time greatest racing drivers. Controversial one I've written down as well, Lance Armstrong. Um, absolutely great in the cycling world. Almost in my top ten just because of the controversy. He was great at taking drugs. He was, but controversial, but he still won the titles. Um, so he's in there. Um, LeBron James I've written down. I've also written down Alan Shearer. I've also written down Ryan Giggs. And um, I begrudgingly, I would probably delete it off, to be honest, wrote down Diego Maradona, but um, he was obviously a great player of his time. The documentary about now on Amazon Prime, you know. Mm. That's but the guy, about. it's hilarious, right? So just if you ever do watch the documentary about Maradona, the guy who plays Maradona looks nothing like Maradona, <laughs> which is quite entertaining. When you see him, he's like, he just looks nothing like Maradona. But anyway. It's like Chris Pratt playing Maradona. It, it's exactly like that. Um, it's, you know what it's like, actually? It's actually like Tom Holland playing Maradona. No joke. God, it's, but with long hair, it's not brilliant. As much as Tom Holland's a great actor, and I really like him. But anyway, so my number one sports person of all time, unsurprisingly, in my favourite sport, um, Michael Schumacher. Yeah, I, I thought that would be on there somewhere. <laughs> Obviously, I've got an emotional connection to him. When I was growing up um, as a younger man, um, Michael Schumacher was coming through the ranks with Benetton, um, won the World Championship with Benetton, then went to Ferrari, went through Ferrari, just, you know, made himself over six years, just non-stop world title after world title after world title. Um, you know, he's just absolutely brilliant. Um, you know, still fighting for you. You know, if you watch the documentary on um, Sky, Sky, Netflix, um, the Schumacher documentary is really interesting. Um, actually, it's, it's not if you don't like Formula One, but it is if you do. <laughs> but it's really, really, really good. Um, and I've always loved Michael Schumacher. Um, I still do. Again, quite arrogant. Probably not the nicest man in the world, but he is an absolutely brilliant racing driver. Lewis Hamilton, probably after the next couple of years, will be the most successful racing driver of all time because I think he will eclipse Michael Schumacher's record. But for me, growing up, um, since I was a young man, there is no sports person in my eyes better than Michael Schumacher because even though Ferrari was so dominant, we're talking about machines in those days with like 900 horsepower, no traction control, no driver aids, no extra downforce, just them and the machine and basically a ball of fire behind you because of all the petrol um, and you could easily have burned to a cinder um, but you know someone like him much like the Ayrton Senna days driving those machines at those speeds is just an incredible achievement and Michael Schumacher is someone I've admired for a very 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 long time and I will continue to admire for my whole life and he's always got a special place in my heart I've got a Michael Schumacher hat um, one of the Deutsch Vermogensberatung um, and he is well, something like that. And um, he is an absolutely brilliant racing driver. Always has been crazy, really. That he had the accent he had while skiing. Um, but he is an all-time great, and I've always loved Michael Schumacher. So he's my number one. Um, easily could have been Tom Brady. Easily could have been Serena Williams. Actually, Michael Schumacher. Jason probably could have predicted it. <laughs> yeah, I could have told you that. So that's the man. I'm only surprised there's only two Formula One people on your actual list. No, I couldn't Probably be more. more. I didn't want to take the mic because there's other people who are better. In better in their sports and in their field and who admire more than like Sebastian Vettel and Fernando Alonso and Valtteri Bottas so you know as good as yeah. drivers as they all are um, there's other sports with better people than them mm. no that makes sense as you said like it's our top 10 sports people so it's, it is that's, that's the thing like if you love Formula 1 then that's the sport you love and there's sports people you follow isn't it I know but I don't want to make it biased and just have Formula 1 football and just have like Ryan Giggs and then uh, Danny Ings so <laughs> <laughs> and then oh yeah uh, Jack Grealish but you know I don't want to have all them in there so I thought you know I need to make it a bit more open because there's so many different sports with great athletes we've got to make it open to the masses so um, that's mine uh, if you agree with mine great I really appreciate it we'll probably put a little poll up actually to see who's top 10 you agree with most mm. and uh, if you're all right for Jason again that'll be it <laughs> vote for Jason again a vote for Jason is a vote for sanity exactly and if you make if you go for me then you'll be um, MAGA make Aaron Gray again <laughs> so you know so we'll see what happens I'll put a little poll up we'll see you vote for Trump if you vote for him <laughs> well I've got some I haven't got many Americans you've got more than me um, yeah so that's mine but let's hear yours let's hear your 10 to 2 right so number 10 was Jess Ennis Hill number 9 was TT Thierry Henry number 8 Colin Kaepernick number 7 Michael Jordan number 6 Roger Federer number 5 Billie Jean King number 4 Jesse Owens Number three, Serena Williams. And number two was Arsene Wenger. Um, I won't go through all of my honourable mentions. The only couple, I'll say a couple. Uh, Michael Phelps was oh. my original one for number nine before I took him out for Henri. Did you? Yeah. Because Michael Phelps, as you said, the most decorated Olympian 
Oh, he's great. Swimmer. And I, the only one that I'll probably give a shout out to, because the others you've already said, um, <laughs> was a mountaineer named Yunko Tabei. Who's he? She. She. The uh, Japanese climber who was the first woman to summit the world's tallest peak, Everest, and the first to climb the seven summits as well. Oh, wow. But even though she faced a lot of sexism, it was very much 20th century, you know, you're a woman, you can't do this. She was very much like, it's just a mountain. What do I care? Like, she downplayed a lot of it. Like, I didn't really know too much about her, I'll be honest with you, when I thought I was going through this list, and I saw her, and I thought, well, actually, because my partner, Rachel, she loves outdoors, she loves this sort of thing, and I thought, well, actually, this will be a good mention, because it's actually a really good achievement. It's a really underrated one as well. Um, apart from that, as I said, I did actually have Phil Taylor on there. He wasn't going to be in my top ten, but I thought he deserves an honourable mention. And I did have Michael Schumacher as an honourable mention as well. Did you? Yeah, nice. because he was. I mean, I, it was either him or Hamilton as an honourable mention, and I thought, nah, I have Schumacher as a mention. Shoot me, just but My number one, it's not Lewis Hamilton, as you can imagine. What? Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> my number one, I am the greatest. Muhammad Ali. Float like a butterfly sting like, like a bee. bee. Oh, <laughs> of good course. Shout. I mean, Muhammad Ali is just, the, he is the greatest. He, he said it himself. He is one of the, he, he's not one of the greatest. He is the greatest sports person of all time. I mean, not just the king of boxing, but the king of life as well. I mean, look at his influence on the civil rights movement for black people in the 60s. He was very influential. I mean, he changed his name from Cassius Clay to Muhammad Ali because he believed in it so much. Mm. And, also, uh, my partner, Rachel, her dad has Parkinson's and he's been suffering it for the past 13 years. And Muhammad Ali obviously had Parkinson's for the last 30 odd years of his life. Mm. And seeing firsthand what Rachel's dad's been like with Parkinson's and knowing that Ali lived through that for 30 odd years it is quite heartbreaking to see the debilitating disease that it has on him that it has on society that these certain people in society and i when i was doing the research for it there's an image of ali raising the olympic flag at yeah. 96 and when he's walking it he's carrying the torch and his hand shaking Aww. obviously it's because of the tremors of parkinson's yeah. and it says it's quite heartbreaking but at the same time he holds it so high as if to be like I have Parkinson's, but I'm defeating it. I yeah. don't need to have Parkinson's and feel like I'm being inhibited. No, like I have Parkinson's, but it's okay. I'm living with it. I'm overpowering it. Yeah. And I think oh, for people nice, that nice have story. Parkinson's as well, to see that, you know, I mean, two well-known people who've had Parkinson's are Muhammad Ali and Michael J. Fox, the actor. And to see Ali as such a charismatic, big figure in the world of sport be obviously talking about Parkinson's and he was a big advocate for research for curing Parkinson's and trying to ease it on people as well. I mean, as I said, living firsthand for it through Rachel's dad, it puts things in perspective. And obviously I would have put him as number one anyway, if it wasn't for that because of his sporting achievements and because of his personality. I love his personality, but for his role as a Parkinson's ambassador is just, yeah, it takes it to another level for me. Oh, that's, that's a really lovely yeah. story. I mean, obviously it's not because Parkinson's is, you know, a disease that, you know, affects so many people, Rachel's dad being one of them. And, you know, it's, that's a really lovely story. It's really genuinely very touching that, you know, obviously he is one of the greatest sports people of all time. And, you know, it's very much for the reasons that we gave and you've just echoed and I've also said, um, but, you know, the fact that he's done so much for the Parkinson's society, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's, it's lovely that it's something that's, you know, I guess for your extended family, for yourself, so close to your heart. That's a really lovely story. I'm really yeah. touched by that. And that's the thing. Like, you see someone like Muhammad Ali, who was, you see such all the strong quotes, guy. and he's such a strong personality and a great mm. boxer, strong guy. And you see him with Parkinson's disease, and you think, wow. And the fact that he talks about it, he champions it, he ambassadored it, obviously before his death. And it's like, wow, if Muhammad Ali is overcoming it, he's still a fighter before and after he's in the ring. Yeah. You know, he's, and yeah, to see that, I think encourages a lot of people to just soldier on and continue on with it. 
absolutely so yeah that's um yeah that's really nice that's a really nice statement there and um that's a good shout. I like that, Muhammad Ali. Yeah. But no, I'm happy. I, that's my top 10. Yeah. I'm really happy with my top 10. I think I wouldn't look at it and think, oh, no, I'd change that. No, I think, no, I'm, I think they are the top 10. Yeah, I agree. I've not looked at my top 10 list and thought, I mean, obviously, I had a lot of honourable mentions who could have gone in there, um, but there were too many football ones because I would have had loads of football. Like yeah. I mean, I've always loved Zinedine Zidane. Always. Yeah. And he would easily have gone in my top 10 if we were just talking about football, as would Ryan Giggs, actually, to be fair. But um, And someone who neither of us mentioned. Do you know what's funny? Hello. No, neither of us have mentioned David Beckham. Given that David yeah. Beckham was a great footballer, was. great off the pitch, did loads for charity, has done loads for the American football scene, done loads for every scene he's been to, and neither of us even mentioned him once. It wasn't even yeah. my horrible mentions. I yeah. guess because if we, the thing is though, if you were our United fans, we'd have mentioned him and Sir Alex, but we're not, so we didn't mention him. <laughs> but it's, um, I've just noticed it because I was waiting till the end to say that because I thought I wonder if Jason's going to mention David Beckham because yeah. I haven't mentioned him. No, you didn't either. No, I didn't at all, to be fair. I mean, is, that's the thing. A lot of my list has been quite political in a way. It's either been to do with activism, either for black people or for women. So yeah, I, think, I think going down that route, not that David Beckham is against that. He's not at all. But no. I think because my list has very much gone down that route quite a lot, I just sort of forgot. Yeah, which is similar to how you've said a couple of mine, like, oh, I didn't even think of them. It's similar with David Beckham. I mean, just with footballers, I don't really think about footballers for this list other than Thierry Henry and Arsene Wenger. And Henry was a late addition, but Wenger yeah. was always going to be in there. But I think Wenger just, I think it was more for who changed their sport a lot or who impacted their sport a lot. And for me, Wenger was the only person I can think of personally for myself that changed football as much as he did. Yeah. That's very true. So he's, um, you know, a great person and great guy and, um, you know, some really great characters in your list. And I've learned something because I didn't know much about Billy G. King and you probably didn't know some things about what I put down. So, you know, it's really interesting achievements, you know, and you did not expect me to have Tom Brady at number two. Um, so oh, I think I probably know. surprised you. Um, but yes, yeah, so, you know, I'm really pleased that... Um, we're going to get a list out there. We're going to put a little poll up to see whose list you prefer. If there's anyone we haven't mentioned and you go, oh my God, have you not mentioned this person? Please feel free to give us a comment. Mm. Um, and just so you know, Matt, if you mention any Palace legends, you are going to get beaten. So if you send us a message, go on Mark Bright, that's it. <laughs> um, but yeah, you, but yeah so we won't have any Palace legends in this I mean to I'm be afraid. fair Conor Gallagher should have been on the list <laughs> <laughs> good player to be fair yeah um, but yeah so but no we really appreciate all of you guys um, you know listening to us again and you know apologies this one's been a bit longer than our previous episodes but it hasn't felt like it because we love sport oh, it's so fine. much you know when you love sport and you're talking about it it just goes on but as Aaron said we're going to run the polls on our Instagram page as always you can follow us at raisingthebar.podcast Yes, well remembered. Thank you. So you can follow us on there. And um, we're actually going to try, I'm thinking we might try a YouTube channel because I'm thinking we might try and do some videos oh, for yeah. you guys as well. So we can have a couple of like, you know, when places do like extra gear and they do like a um, bit on the side and stuff, yeah, we can awesome. have a little like YouTube channel and be like the podcast after the interviews. We can try and get the partners involved in it as well. Oh, yeah. Well, if you want to see that, guys, then let us know any questions you have for us or any YouTube ideas for our YouTube channels can be upcoming. Then feel free to shout us out. We're not doing any TikTok dance. Just yeah. so you know, we're t- putting that out there right now. We're not doing these TikTok dances. We're not like that. So <laughs> we're not having any of them. But um, yeah, but you know, we really appreciate you guys listening um, to this episode. Thank you so much for your ongoing support. And um, yeah, we hope you all have a great week. Um, and yeah, we'll speak very soon. But yeah, you guys really are grateful for you guys are tuning in every week and listening to us. And we do this for fun, really. But to know that we have people that are tuning in, listening and saying they love it is great. So once again, thank you all so much. And as always, stay classy, New York. Absolutely. You guys be good now. You guys be good. Be good.